Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. This is your favorite host, the most on the bomb. It is June 12th, 2022. And let's get started, because I got a huge, huge episode. I got a lot, of, a lot of news. A lot of news here. Some video game news as well, a lot of video game news. And um, first of all, I want to say that I appreciate everyone's uh, support for Smokey. He's doing okay. He's kind of starting to become himself again, but still very, like definitely slower and lethargic you can tell he's still sick um but he's doing okay um he's actually eating right now he's been uh eating on his own and he's starting to do more smoky things like he used to do like come downstairs and bother us when we're eating and things like that so he's okay um but yeah pancreatitis is a scary thing man always get your animals checked for that because when they get older it becomes more it becomes more, um, what do you, how do you say it? It's like a bigger chance of getting it when they're older, you know? So, but yeah, he's, he's good. He just ate a little bit and now he's being a cat. So, yeah. So I appreciate everyone's love for Smokey. I really do. Um, he's, he's a good cat. He's a, I know I always make up stories about him and saying goofy shit, but he's, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a Smokey cat. Um, but that being said, uh, let's just let's just uh, jump right into this bitch, shall we? <clears throat> First of all, I want to say this though. Um, voice actor, radio host Jim White passes passed away. Um, he is he was seventy three years old, and he had lung cancer, and um, he was the narrator in Fairy Tale. Um, he was Marco Bellwood in Fairy Gone. He was Zeke's grandfather in Attack on Titan, the final season. He was Lao G in One Piece. Just a bunch of big shows. He was in Kato, Sadazanmai, Star Blazers 2022, Legend of the Galactic Heroes, Dinu uh, Thies, and yeah, a bunch of stuff. And also wanted to say, um, dedicated to Billy Kamets as well, he was 35 and he was diagnosed with colon cancer as well. And I cannot stress this to people who, um, you know, are masculine or, or, or identify as men or just men in general. You got to get checked for colon cancer. You got to get a finger up your butt. Like that's, it's, I, I, when they say that you should do it when you turn like 25 or 30 or whatever it is, just get, just get checked because it, it never, you know what I mean? Like, nobody wants to go to the doctor and hear they, they, you know, check for things that are scary like that. But, like, it's, I get it, okay? I hate going to the doctor. I hate doing all the tests and then telling you there's something wrong with you. But it's colon cancer in, in a lot of people with uh, male parts and male reproductive systems. Um, they, they're likely to get colon cancer. And I, I think, I think, um, Women and, you know, femme-identified people are definitely have a risk of getting it too. But for some reason, colon cancer is like it's rampant in, in, in male, people with male parts. And it's very scary. So he was 35 and he was in he was in Persona. He was in Shield Hero. He was Galo in Promare. Um, he was Josuke in JoJo's, most notably. He's Naofumi in The Rising of Shield Hero. And it's sucks cancer is fucking like if we can all agree on something like if everybody in the world can agree on something 
It's that we all agree that cancer is literally one of the worst fucking things in the world and that it should fucking die. It's it's very scary. So, uh, so yeah, very, very shitty. So this one's for, for you two. We love you guys. And I'll see you when I get there, hopefully. So let's just jump right in. Uh, Rent-A-Girlfriend Season 2, new promo video. This is coming out for summer. I got a lot of summer hype for you guys, okay? A lot of summer hype. And these are not ones that I've talked about before, for the most part, I'm pretty sure. So I think I talked about Rent-A-Girlfriend Season 2 a while ago, like a couple weeks ago. But um, this is just a reminder then, because Rent-A-Girlfriend is really cool. I really like Rent-A-Girlfriend. I think it's a nice show, animated very nicely. I love the character designs of Rent-A-Girlfriend. I mean, they're just they're just so they're just so cute. Uh, uh, Kana Hirayama is a great character designer, and uh, they've done uh, both. I think both seasons. Um, but yeah, uh, Kana Hirayama is not doing chief animation director uh, like they were last time. But yeah, very cool. Um, let's see, gaining gaining anime Kantoku entertainment entertainer anime director variety show that's like there's showing a bunch of little anime shorts on on there um alande comedy duo member saya zofi comedy duo member kohei ueda and the entertainer ayori each worked on an anime short by planning the short designing the characters checking the storyboards deciding the cast and attending recording sessions anime studios toy animation orange both animated the works so there's saya's deathmatch real nikoi washiteru kohei ueda's usagi and Iori's Over the Rainbow short. The studio guests who provided commentary during the variety show included Toshiya Miyata and announcer Misato Ugaki Satoshi Mukai from the comedy trio Panther, and manga creator Reiji Yamada and announcer Reina Osunai. Um, but yeah, you can watch these on Toei's YouTube channel. So, pretty cool. <clears throat> um, Annecy screens Summer Ghost, Girl from the Other Side, and Sing a Bit of Harmony films out of competition. This year's Annecy International Film Festival has announced that it will screen Lound Draw's Summer Ghost film and Wit Studios' The Girl from the Other Side, Seol Arun, um, a film outside of competition as of as part of the Midnight Screenings program. Um, so these aren't they aren't competing in the competition, but they will be screened at the festival nonetheless. And also Sing a Bit of Harmony, which is another one which I'm excited for as well. Uh, Dead Man Wonderland Duo Reveal retro, retro, Retropolis Scratch Manga. The July issue of Kodansha's Bisatsu Shonen Magazine revealed on Thursday that manga creator duo Jinsei Kataoka and Kazuma Kondo will launch a new manga titled retro, Retropolis. I'm having trouble saying that. Retropolis. I want to say Retropolis, but it looks like Retropolis. I think it's Retropolis. I think Retropolis is the way to say it. Retropolis Scratch in the August issue on July 7th. Um, yeah, new manga by the people who made Dead Man Wonderland. It's pretty cool. That could be exciting. Digimon Survive Games Trailer Preview Story Characters. This game is coming out July 28th in Japan, worldwide on 29th. It's been delayed a few times, and we've all been waiting for it, but I am excited to to play this one. Um, you can see Agumon, Labramon, and Wormmon. Or not Wormmon, that's, uh, I forgot the, the, the it's like, a, it looks like Wormmon, but it's got a yellow face with, uh, black lightning bolts. Floramon, Bunch of Mons, Amon, I love Digimon, dude. DNF Duel, fighting game trailer preview, gameplay modes and characters. Um, but yeah, we got new, we got new gameplay trailers and, uh, 
new character trailers. Of course, we've seen gameplay of this for a while now, as they've been working on it for a while, and people like Maximilian Dude and other fighting YouTubers and Twitch streamers have been playing early access versions of it and beta testing of it. Um, but we got new trailers with uh, new shit. Honestly, just looking at the trailer of this game makes me want to go and play Dungeon Fighter again. I have not played it in a while. The, actually, the last time I played it was when it was still under Nexon's website. We need to play it through Nexon's portal and stuff, which is re- really funny, actually. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I actually would not mind trying to play it again. Play it again. Netflix, Netflix unveiled a teaser for the new Castlevania show, Castlevania Nocturne, following Richter Belmont. That's right. We we totally fucking... Dude, we totally fucking talked about this. We talked about this in um, our reviews of it. I was like, you know, they, this, this adaptation of Castlevania is Castlevania 3. The next logical step would be, you know, Symphony of the Nights or Rondo of Blood and then Symphony of the Nights. And here we are with Richter Belmont, um, and they are saying that it will be set during the French Revolution in 1792. Um, Maria uh, Richter Belmont, the descendant of, direct descendant of Trevor and Maria Renard, and very exciting, very exciting. It doesn't say exactly what part of what is adapting what, um, but I can assure you that most likely we will see Alucard again, obviously, and, you know, because, uh, yeah, Rondo of Blood is, like, so there's a bunch of other things that happen in between Castlevania 3 and Rondo of Blood. Like, I think there's other games that appear uh, in between those, like, other events that appear in between those, but um, uh, this is would be the next time you would see Alucard awake again, like, because he goes back to sleep at some point. And so that's why they kind of are sequels to each other like that. Um, but yeah, I, I love Castlevania, so I'm excited to see this. Richard Belmont's actually like probably my favorite Belmont, aside from a few others. But hell yeah, I'm excited to see that. Sonic Prime 3D, the new Netflix uh, 3D Sonic show. Um, we got another little teaser for it. And it actually looks like the way they're animating it, it looks like... Um, the the world that they're animating is in like Green Hill Zone, like the checkered mountains and the trees and all that stuff. It looks so cool, and you see Big the Cat just for a second, and Froggy, which is really awesome. Big the Cat, very excited. Um, Wild Brain Studios and Man of Action Entertainment. They previously worked together to do Mega Man Fully Charged, which was a 3D animated Mega Man show, um, which I never watched. I thought it looked really terrible. Um, I don't. I. I'll, I don't ever care to watch it again, or or imagine it again. It just looks so bad. The way they did Mega Man and everyone else just looked god awful. I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, that's the kind of shit we don't want to see. We don't ever want to see shit adapted like that. That was terrible. It was it was almost just as bad as how we saw Sonic in the first movie trailer. It, it was it was like that bad. It was almost that bad. Like just dumb, just terrible. Um but yeah, 
This looks like they're doing it right. Sonic looks like Sonic. Big the Cat looks like Big the Cat. It looks like the fucking game looks fun. And it could be... I mean, it's 3D animated. I mean, you know, it's great. I think it's amazing. So... Netflix, again, streams video interview with Tekken producer Kazuhiro Harada for animated Tekken Bloodline series. So there's a little uh, behind-the-scenes interview um, where he talks about the series. You can go watch that on YouTube right now. I'm very excited for that. That's going to be sweet. Uh, Okay. Um, Let's talk about that later on. Um, Shaft establishes new Shaft AoE studio in Shizuoka. Anime studio Shaft announced on Friday that it has established a new studio named Shaft Aoi, or Aoi, in Shizuoka City's Aoi Ward. The new studio will focus on a hybrid of traditional as well as 3D CG work. The studio will be a full studio that will be capable of everything from in-between to finishing. Um, The studio will center on using the Toon Boom Harmony software for its animation work. So yeah, pretty cool. Shaft, but a boom... I uh, just want to remind everyone that The Devil is a Part-Timer Season 2. It's coming out July 14th, so there's some summer hype for you. I did not ever finish the show. I started it. Um, when it Because it came out like 2010, 2011, 2012? I think we didn't get in, in America until after that, but I think that's when it aired, right? 2012 or something. Um, I sh- I've never finished it, but it looks great. And I want to finish it because I keep hearing how great it is and how funny it is. Um, so, yeah. Anime Expo 2022 reinstates proof of COVID-19 vaccination or negative test requirements. So I do have a bunch of Anime Expo news here, like guests who are going to be there and it's kind of spread out. I didn't put them in order, so I apologize for that. But I, cause, And the reason I bring it up is because I had brought up an article that said that it will not require this, and then this was uploaded like after. So this is the latest update. Apparently, they had came out and said, no, you don't need vaccination proof or a negative test. Um, But now they are reinstating that requirement. So, um, I mean, Anime Expo is huge. And, you know, technically COVID is not in endemic state right now still. So nobody really even knows when that's going to be. So, you know, I, I would say whatever your stance is on getting vaxxed or not um i would say just you know just get vaxxed or wear a mask you know i don't i don't know i'm just telling you what 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 anime expo is requiring you have to understand how many people attend this fucking thing okay it's huge it's huge you know if it were up to me i would say don't even do it at all (laughs) you know like but um i don't know that's just me whatever floats your boat i guess um you know, I'm vaccinated, so, you know, I could go. But it, it just, it's just this thing, this con, this con is huge, okay? It's going to be so many people there. And I think it's not even just, not even just for, you know, for your safety, but even everyone else attending and the, the special guests who are going to be there, which I'm going to mention in a little bit here. So I think that's what's important, you know. I, they probably wouldn't be able to even to get the guests to come if it weren't for, you know, the guests were probably like, no, we're not going to come if it's not, you know, if they're not, you know what I mean? So just think about that. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just saying. Um, One Piece Odyssey, uh, they got a new, we got a new video game trailer for this. So this trailer kind of 
revealed a little bit more of the story. We talked about this a couple months ago. It was this really, it was supposed to be this really huge Bandai open worldish game, is what they said it was going to be adventure game, and it kind of is. Um, so basically, on the ship, uh, on Luffy's ship, uh, on the Straw Hat Pirate ship, rather, which is kind of a little spoilerier for me because I didn't. I, well, not really, because actually, so I'm I'm like on chapter four hundred and something. And so yeah, I'm I'm past the part where the first ship they they don't have the first ship they got anymore. I'll just say that I won't say how how. So I knew that they got a new ship, um, but yeah, they're on that ship and they get hit by a, what they call a knockup stream, and it's a it's a it's like a geyser or a stream that comes out the sea and launches them in the air, and then it's almost like they go to a new world or new dimension or a new part of the world where this new like island is, and then they. They head there, and so they kind of, um, uh, they kind of, uh, you, it's like almost like an open world action adventure. It looks really sweet. It looks really cool. I'm excited for that. Speaking of which, Bandai is also releasing a one piece, um, a one piece card game, which is sick. You know, if it's anything like their Dragon Ball Super card game or anything like their Digimon card game, I have no doubt that it'll be pretty cool. Um, who knows how far they can go with that, obviously. I mean, there's so many characters in One Piece. But there's also, like, the thing about Dragon Ball, the Dragon Ball Super card game, is that they include characters from every, like, every timeline, every universe, you know. So they have they have all kinds of characters from Dragon Ball Heroes, all kinds of characters from, from the main line, you know. So Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, and, you know, even GT, the movies... So, I mean, that's kind of how they kind of go about that. Um, Digimon, you know, it's Digimon. There's so many fucking Digimon. You can make so many cards. Uh, you can make so many. You know what I mean? It's like Pokemon. You know what I mean? Um, but One Piece, I think, has a... As a I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm only... I'm only, like, a third of the way through it. And a little bit more than a third of the way through it. And there's already so many characters, you know what I mean? So, I mean, that I've come across. So I think One Piece could do it. I think that's that's one of the biggest things about card games that people don't think about. It's like, like they tried to make a Naruto card game, right? And that card game was cool and it lasted a while. Um, But I mean, it was, it was, it was ever so expansive, you know what I mean? It was, it was, it was limited by, by the world they had, you know what I mean? Um, so that's the thing about Digimon too, is that there's so many other stories and timelines and universes in Digimon that they can make, you know, Digimon from as well, just like the Dragon Ball, uh, card game, you know what I mean? Um, but One Piece, you know, I'm not sure how many alternate, alternate stories or universes One Piece has, you know, I'm not that deep into the, the, the fandom and, and, and lore and stuff yet, you know, I'm only reading the main, the main, the main manga right now. Um, but it's, it's, One Piece is just so huge, you know, it's a thousand some chapters, a thousand some episodes, you know what I mean? So, um, they could probably do it, you know, if they ever come out with a, a Bon Clay card, I want to play that because Bon Clay is awesome. I love Bon Clay, a Bon Clay. Um, but yeah, all this One Piece stuff, man. Speaking of One Piece, got another trailer for One Piece Red, the latest movie in, um, uh, you know, One Piece. Uh, I've never seen any of the movies. Um, I've never seen 
any of the anime really. Um, I did watch some scenes of the anime because obviously, like, I was like, "Oh shit!" You know, I want to, I want to see what they, how they animated this part when I was reading certain things. But there's gonna be like a lot of music in it, man. Fucking fake type, Vondi, Otto, um, Gyak, uh, Mrs. Green Apple, uh, Yuta, Orisaka, Hiroyuki Sawano. Very cool. Um, I do like that new character. That that new character, I forgot her name, but she's got like half red, half white hair. Um, oh, Uta. Her name is Uta, and she's got like a fucking. It almost looks like a varsity jacket. I love her character design, man. That is sweet. I I I love it. I love her character design. She looks great. She's like a pop star or some shit. I don't even know, but yeah, very cool. Uh, Futoku no Guild TV anime. This is some fall hype for you. Um, the story follows a skilled hunter, Kikuru Madan, who has decided to retire out of fear of wasting his youth. One day, a guild staff member suggests that he go on a quest with a new female martial artist named Hitamo Kian. However, she keeps getting hit by monsters one after another. Um, yeah, I don't know. This looks kind of cool. It looks like a bunch of a bunch of uh, it looks kind of like a like a harem ragtag group of like dungeon raider like this girl looks like a mage this girl looks like a knight then you have the one character i mentioned who looks like a she's wearing like a kung fu gi with with um purple hair and cat ears she looks really cute and then you have the main guy um who wanted to retire it looks like but uh the Hira, uh hiraku kaneko who did queen's blade the exiled version is designing the characters um he's done a lot of key animation um most likely, but he did the original character design for Queen's Blade, uh, all the Queen's Blade stuff. So this kind of fantasy thing is, is, you know, that's his thing. You know what I mean? So it's right up his alley. Persona 5 Royal, Persona 4 Golden, Persona 3 Portable are all coming to Game Pass. Let's fucking go, you fucking bitch. So if you got Xbox Game Pass, you can play all of these great Persona games. Um... Persona 3 is really where it took off. That's probably why they're starting it there. I'm sure there will be another way to... They'll find another way to play... you For you to be able to play the, the other... Uh, Persona 1 and Persona 2. Um, I would say if you have a PSP... A PlayStation Portable... You can play those two Personas. Because um, they re-released them on PSP. I've never played them. I've only played P3 and beat it. And then I never... I played Persona 4, but I never beat it. So I still haven't played Persona 5. Everyone keeps telling me to play Persona 5. I will say that Persona 3 is my favorite Persona, though. Um, it, I just... I love it. I love it. Uh, also, more news about Overwatch 2 comes out. It launches October 4th. And they announced a new character, released a new character trailer for the character today. And that is the Junker Queen. The Queen of Junkertown. Um, but yeah. Very cool. Very exciting. Um, I... It's very tough for me. Because... So I've avoided playing Overwatch. When all those, like... When all that trouble started. And all the... All the... The, the, the people who started standing up and coming out and saying, fuck you guys for treating us this way. And all the, the legal trouble happened. I don't want to say legal trouble because it sounds like I'm discounting the, 
it sounds like I'm discounting the the victims of all the abuse and stuff when I say that, when I say legal trouble. But you know what I mean? Like when all that stuff came out and I know that since then they've rearranged, they've rearranged some things around, moved some things around. They fired some people. Um, some people stepped down, a bunch of people stepped down and then Microsoft bought them. Right. So who knows how much has changed since then. But until I read all that, um, I'm not going to reevaluate my stance on it until I, you know, I'm just talking about me personally. Like, I don't care what y'all do. Um, but personally, I just can't, I'm not going to support a company that still has not fully solved any of that yet. You know what I mean? So I, I hope that it's solved by, by October, you know, cause obviously I want to support that, you know, but I'm not going to support it currently how it currently is. Um, especially since I'm ignorant to all the changes that has been made still. You know, I've been keeping up with it here and there, but it's it's so much stuff that I just got to reread the timeline of things before I make a decision to play Overwatch 2. And I really want to play Overwatch 2. It's not that I don't want to. Like, Overwatch is the only FPS game that I like, you know what I mean? So, and that I'm actually somewhat good at. So it's it's just kind of, it's just, it's, it's, it's tough, you know what I mean? It's, it's like when your favorite... It's like when your favorite uh, band, you know, comes out with like their guitarist or lead singer. It turns out that they're creeps, you know, that they were preying on people, and now you got to fucking, you know what I mean? And then they get canceled for, and I, I shouldn't say canceled. They get held accountable, and then they, you know, and then what do you do? You know what I mean? I just, I have a tough time with that personally. Like uh, I just do. So, yeah, I will be making myself unignorant to all that info soon. So I can reevaluate my decision on that. But until then, I will not be playing Overwatch 2 for now. Not that it matters because it's not out yet. But, you know, still. Um. Okay. Mm, shine on, Bakamatsu boys. This is some summer hype for you. Uh. Yeah, this looks kind of like it looks like some oriental ninja samurai stuff. I don't know. It looks kind of cool, man. It looks kind of. Like, all the characters are really colorful. They're all different colors. Almost kind of reminds me of Samurai 7, it looks like. The story is set in the era when Samurai ruled Japan. However, the Shinsengumi police force has been all but wiped out by an unknown foe, save one savior. Seven criminals have been chosen as substitutes for the Shinsengumi to ensure law and order in Kyoto. A top-secret replacement operation is set in motion. Uh, character designs by Toshie Kawamura Naho Kozuno Art is by inspired art director Sachiko Nishiguchi, art advisor Osamu Masuyama. Um, Eye Addiction is doing the sound production. Um, this looks like I think this is 3D. Is this a 3D anime? It looked oops, sorry about that. Oh no, it's not 3D. Wow, this actually looks kind of cool. Like the animation doesn't look like super amazing or anything. Oh, actually, it does in this part. Oh, that looks nice. Then again, it's the trailer, right? Sometimes the animation in the trailer just looks, you know. But it looks cool. It actually straight up just looks like samurai magic powers, magic power samurai shit, which is cool. This looks cool, man. You know why it looks cool? Because it looks like some samurai fantasy power shit that's not an isekai. You know what I mean? It just straight up looks like, like this guy has got like wind, like strong, like wind powers. Oh, check out this chick. 
I'm talking like you guys can see it when I'm looking at. But no, that looks really cool. I like that. That could be cool. That could be cool. Um, Netflix, again, fucking Budflix, uh, unveiled a new visual and the director for the anime, the anime studio, Wit Studio, and author Toa Ubicata's upcoming Moonrise project during its Geeked Week live stream. Um, yeah, Moonrise will portray the lives of two men, Jack and Al, as they confront various hardships in the vast world of outer space. All action and scenery in the unexplored parts of the moon will be illustrated using an innovative type of animation, unlike any seen before. Um, my sincere wish is that the project inspires contemporary lives everywhere, says with Studio George Wada. Um, that's how he describes the project. Um, crazy. Crazy, man. This could be cool. I'm excited for this. Um, but yeah, dude, we'll see. Junji Ito Maniac, Japanese Tales of the Macabre anime, adapts 20 stories in 2023. So yeah, 20 Junji Ito stories is coming out all under the title Maniac. Um, so that is going to be really cool. That's going to be sweet. We got a new trailer for Pal World. I don't know if you guys heard about Pal World. I don't remember if I mentioned it on the newscast before. I might have. But uh, basically it is the way I described it to the person who, uh, to Armad Sean on Discord, um, who posted the trailer of it. Um, the way I described it to them is that it looks like, it looks like Pokemon, Monster Hunter, and Fortnite put together. <laughs> because here's what it is. You play your character, or this, this girl rather. I don't know if this girl is like the main character who everyone plays, or, or if you make your own character, I'm not sure. Um, the trailer shows this girl as the character, the, the, the player character, so who knows? Um, but yeah, it basically is you go around capturing these monsters and the monster designs, like the monsters themselves look like they were designed by Ken Sugimori, like who designed all the Pokemon, you know, it, they look like Pokemon. You know what I mean? Like if you took one of these, these monsters from this game and told me it was a Pokemon coming out in the new Scarlet and Violet, I'd believe you. Cause like. That's how, like, that's how inspired these monsters look. You know what I mean? Like, even these little sheep things look like uh, the wool, the, what is it? The, the the little sheep Pokemon, the wool, the wool bitch. Like, even even that fat penguin thing looks like a fat Piplup. You know what I'm saying? Like, it looks like Ken Tsukumori's work. Um, but also, basically what it is, is you play this character and you have guns, like rifles and shit. Like, and you capture these, these, these monsters and then the monsters can fight with you and carry their own weapons and guns and shit. And, um, like I just, there's a part of this trailer where she's, the character straight up puts the little fat penguin thing in a bazooka and launches it at a tower of enemies and it explodes. Like, what the hell? And then you actually do capture them in these balls. Like that's another Pokemon-ish thing, right? But like the combat, very reminiscent of Fortnite. Um, and very kind of reminiscent of Monster Hunter, and I say Monster Hunter because in Monster Hunter you're you're fighting with you're fighting monsters with weapons, right, and then harvesting their shit. Whereas this one, you're fighting monsters with weapons, but capturing them to help you and build stuff and whatever, and then also like, you know, I don't know, it's really weird. It, it's it looks it looks crazy, um, but check out the trailer for it. It's called Pal World. P-A-L world, like one word. So, yeah. 
We got a new trailer for Studio Trigger Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Uh, the Star Wars Visions, the Elder Director, and the d- Creative Director for SSSS Dinazenon is penning the scripts. Um, but yeah, this looks friggin' dope. Um, the series tells a standalone 10 episode story about a street kid trying to survive in Night City, a technology and body modification obsessed city of the future. Having everything to lose, he stays alive by becoming an edge runner, a mercenary outlaw also known as a cyberpunk. So yeah, pretty, pretty sweet. Pretty friggin' cool, man. Um, you know my opinion on the game cyberpunk and how that was handled and all that stuff. But this looks really cool. You know I'm a Trigger fan, bitch. Um, Imaishi is directing the anime at Trigger. Uh, Yoshinari is the character designer and animation director, of course. And Wakabayashi is the creative director. And Masahiko Otsuka and Usa are the script writers. So, excuse me. Very cool. I'm very excited for that. Because you know I'm a Trigger fan, bitch. We also got a new trailer for Vinland Saga Season 2, finally. Um... Makoto Yukimura's Vinland Saga revealed on Wednesday a promotional video and the season's new production studio MAPPA um, a lot of people are saying that this will be uh, what they show is the farmland the farmland arc um, where Torfin is chilling on a farm uh, but yeah it's going to be crazy I love Vinland Saga at this point I might just go because it's it's so far, what I'm seeing happening with Vinland Saga is it's getting the Attack on Titan treatment where we are waiting these really long times in between Season 1 and 2, and then it goes to MAPPA, and then whatever. I don't know. I'm just about to read the manga at this point. Um, I don't know, man. But I do love Vinland Saga, so we'll see. Um, oh, I did have one more One Piece news. My bad. Uh, one Piece manga takes one month break. As Ichiro Oda prepares for manga's final saga, the manga starts break on June 27th and redu- returns on Ju- July 25, July 25th. So, the official Twitter account for Ichiro Oda's One Piece manga revealed on Tuesday that the manga will take a break for one month while Ichiro Oda prepares for the manga's 25th anniversary celebrations, and for the manga's final saga. The manga will go on break from the 30th issue of Weekly Shonen Jump on June 27th until the 33rd issue. The series will return in the 34th issue of the magazine on July 25th. Oda stated in a comment that several months ago, several people warned him that this summer would be very tough due to the One Piece film Red opening in theaters. The manga's 25th anniversary in July, his plans to go to Africa to oversee the filming of the live-action Netflix series and the ending of the Wayno County Wayno Country arc are all coinciding. Those people suggested that Oda take a break for about a month in the summer, but at first Oda was against it, but he said that he then came around and decided that he needed some time for preparation, and so he is taking a break. Oda added that unfortunately due to the pandemic he is unable to go to Africa. Um but yeah, so I mean Oda is also a very heavily um, involved in the the live action Netflix uh, series as well, which we got to see a new a new um, kind of preview of the set design, which was kind of crazy, like the building the the ship, the Going Mary or the SS Mary, um, very very fucking cool. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited 
really excited for for all of this, honestly. The, the fact that it's entering its final arc, you know, is is crazy. Um I know that the last few chapters have been really, really wild, um, from what I've heard from the One Piece readers in our Discord and in other Discords and so uh it's it's very exciting. It's very exciting that it's entering its final arc. That's that's really crazy to me. Um speaking of manga continuing, Berserk manga continues under Kentaro Miura's assistance and Koji Mori's supervision. The editing department of Hakusensha's Young Animal magazine and manga creator Koji Mori announced on Tuesday that the Berserk manga by the late Kentaro Miura will continue beginning with this year's 13th issue of Young Animal on June 24th. The manga will first have six chapters that will go to the end of the Fantasia arc Elf Island chapter, with a new arc beginning afterward. The announcement, with comments from Young Animal's editorial department and from Mori, are available in English. Um, let's see here. Okay, sorry, I thought the full statement was here, but here's like kind of the idea, okay? Studio Gaga is Miura Studio, with his assistants and apprentices who also worked on Berserk alongside him. Um, Koji Mori um, is a close childhood friend of Miura, whom Miura frequently consulted with for plot details on Berserk. Mori said in the statement that he knows the story for Berserk up to the very end. Mori drew a one-shot manga in Young Animal last year that tells the story of lifelong friendship and creative relationship with Miura. In the statement, Mori noted that he has discussed the ending of Berserk with Miura since the manga's iconic eclipse event 30 years ago. After Miura passed, he thought about discussing the ending through an interview or through some illustrations with an accompanying article, but deemed these methods as insufficient. He welcomed Studio Gaga's offer to continue the manga and promises to recall the details as much as possible and tell the story. Assuring readers that while the telling will be imperfect, he thinks he can almost tell the story that Miura wanted to tell. I mean... If you... I mean, hey, if you're his close... close, close, If you're his close childhood friend, right, and... If you think you have Miura's blessing in some way, um, I I don't know. It's, and I don't want to put words into Miura's mouth or anything like that. I obviously, or his will, you know, or his legacy. I know if it were me, I would want, and I discussed like. I heavily discussed like all of like my stories or big story with people and they knew everything and they knew how it was going to end or how it was supposed to end. I feel like I would want my story to be finished being told. Like if I was creating this really awesome world, you know, like Berserk or even, you know, Dragon Ball or One Piece, things like that. And I died and I didn't get to finish. I would like to think that there would be another artist who could come through and and finish it for me, you know, but who knows? Who knows? I think a lot of us fans are 
and I say us as in like Berserk fans because I have not read Berserk. You know, I've only seen the '97 anime. Um, I, I, I mean, I think a lot of a lot of Berserk fans are happy, you know, but I think a lot of them are also weary because they're like, you know, would Miura want this? You know, will, will it be exactly how Miura intended? Who knows? You know what I mean? So, but we'll see. Crunchyroll will be streaming Mob Psycho 100 Season 3. That is scheduled for fall, just to bring that up again. Um, let's see. So, we got another trailer for Sonic Frontiers. I think I mentioned that. We mentioned that on this, this past week's episode um, of Anime Summits, which is like, wasn't really an episode. It was an EX episode that we put out instead of... Um, a main episode so so that the three of us hosts could take breaks in different weeks and stuff and all that good stuff so um let's, so we talked about sonic prime already um okay let's see oh hideo kojima appeared during this year's live stream xbox and bethesda game showcase to confirm a special partnership with xbox game studios for a completely new game that no one has ever experienced or seen before Kojima said that he and Kojima Productions can finally make this game with Microsoft's cutting-edge cloud technology and the change in the industry's trend. That is going to be crazy. I'm very excited to see what that's going to be like. That is going to be sweet. That is going to be cool. Um, Light Chorus Recoil Anime announces more staff ending song artist July's second debut. The official website for director Shingo Adachi's original television anime, Light Chorus Recoil, uh, posted more staff members. Um, oh, we talked about this last week. That's right. My bad. So this is a repeat. Um, this does not say what it's about, but I do really like the art style. Um, the character designer is, and chief animation director for Sword Art Online, um, uh, this will be his directorial debut. So really cool. Uh, Kanaboon returns to Boruto anime to perform new opening theme. Not that anybody really cares about Boruto. Some people do, some people don't. Um, but, you know, Kanaboon is a great band, and a lot of their music has been used for all that good stuff, So, especially in Naruto and Boruto. Uh, let's see. Y'all! Dr. Stone Ryus- Ryusui anime special reveals main staff July 10th premiere. The special, the special will be set after the anime's second season and will center on Ryusui, Ryusui. The manga will have a special new chapter around the same time the special airs. Pretty cool. I've never seen Dr. Stone, but I, a lot of people say that I would like it. Um, voice actors Natsuki Hanai and Aoi, Kauga, Aoi Koga to attend Anime Expo. Very nice. So, yeah. They are in... Um, uh, a bunch of stuff, aren't they? Aren't they like in Sword Art Online, Kaguya-sama? Yeah, so I mean, if you're going to Expo, there you go. Grammy Awards add video game score soundtrack category. About time. Not that it fucking matters now, because everyone knows that the Grammys are a fucking joke. Um, let's see. Street Fighter Six reveals Guile gameplay. We got a lot of gameplay footage just these past couple days, just from all the YouTubers and um, and, and critics going to trade shows and things like that. So that's really cool. So there's a lot of Street Fighter Six gameplay out there now. And of course, it's all very, you know, it's the initial build. So 
a lot of what we're seeing is probably not going to make it to the end game, you know. Um, but I am excited to, 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 to say here that um, – so last week on the newscast, we talked about how, like, oh, is this going to be another mid-quarter? Is it actually going to be a sequel that takes place after Street Fighter Three? And it is. Capcom came out and said on, on you know, everywhere talking about the – the game's character designs, you know, the characters in like Ryu and, and Chun-Li and all them, um, that they are older, their outfits are changed because they've become more wise, older, and and because it takes place after Street Fighter 3. It's an actual sequel. We're actually getting a sequel to Street Fighter and not another fucking dumb midquel, you know, because Street Fighter 4 and 5 were, they, take, they both take place before Street Fighter 3, which... Is stupid, you know. It's just really dumb. Um, I kind of understood it with Street Fighter Four, you know, like I, I that was fine. But then when they came out and said Street Fighter Five was like the same thing, and it was just like, okay, well then what the fuck are we even doing? You know what I mean? It's so stupid. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm glad that we're finally getting an actual sequel. So that's really cool. And finally, Netflix reveals Gudetama, an excellent adventure. It is a live action, a live action CG animated hybrid Netflix series where we see Gudetama in the real world. And yeah, he's a little eggy boy. Gudetama. It's going to be cute. Little teaser trailer, not a full trailer. A little teaser. Just It just shows Gudetama being a, being a lazy egg boy. So yeah, very cool. Hey, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I love you guys very much. Thank you for listening every week and listening to the newscast every week and supporting us. It means the world to me every time I see those listen numbers go up on Anchor. And it just means the world to me that we've been able to do this for almost eight years. It'll be, it'll be eight years coming up in in uh, next month here. And it's, that's just wild to me. So um, I love you guys. I love you guys very much. And, uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed this newscast. If I missed anything, let me know. I will be sure to report on it next week. If I ever miss anything and there's anything you want me to talk about in the newscast, always hit me up on Discord um, and just let me know or let one of the let one of our uh, hosts, other hosts and mods know on Twitter, hey, Sam should talk about this. If they miss, you know, I think they missed it last week. You know, whatever you want me to do, just let me know, and I will talk about it on on the next newscast. So, Yeah, anytime. That being said, I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.